and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And I, f- I almost forgot we had a tape today because I slept. Yeah, we both took a nap after we got off work. <laughs> well, this is coming out like a little bit later than usual. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I, it's, I don't like sometimes having to do like this but you know sometimes it just that's how it works out and uh but you know here we are and uh yeah i was like okay we're gonna tape tonight we'll release it tomorrow whatever and i'm just like i was just out yeah no, i know i did the same thing i don't know how that is i don't know how that i was like, i was sitting there at work and i was just like i'm exhausted when i get home i'm gonna take a nap yep. and you were like I got home and you were like, I'm done. I'm taking a nap. And we're like, okay, great. So we both took a nap till like eight o'clock. Yeah. Nothing like a good afternoon nap. <laughs> Not even. It's like an evening nap. Evening nap. Because then it's like one of those things where like back in the day, I guess it was all about me back in the day. Like when you're like a little kid, mm-hmm. it's kind of like your parents having to strategically figure out your naps mm-hmm. because, you know, if you sleep, if you don't sleep through the night, you know, you're up at night. Bleh. Because of, you know, you sleeping all day or something like that. Mm. So now it's like, well, now I'm going to want to stay up, you know? Well, I'll still go to bed. I know, but it's... You know me. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, more sleep? Great. More sleep. I love sleep. I'm very good at it. (laughs) It's my talent. So what's going on? I think, I don't know if there was some... Was there anything we needed to talk about? There's something outside of the Jeremy Renner fiasco. Oh man, am stuff I excited? This week that is, it's sort of well, it's sort of adjacent. It's not anything that has to do with no, nothing to do with comic books. Um, I mean, the Joker thing came out. I think that was last week. We, what talked. Was, we talked about the Joker last week. We did. What was? The... I mean, really, it has been a great week for really bizarre shit happening uh-huh. on the good old internet. First thing I'm going to mention is uh, Chris Jericho's belt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which that was great uh for me i thought that was probably one of the funniest things i've ever heard well basically uh, you know for, for those of you that obviously i mean i know this is a comic book podcast where we talk all about wrestling basically what happened was jericho there was a all elite wrestling event over the weekend and uh he won the title mm-hmm. for this promotion and it's so now, mind you, this is a brand new title. He's literally the first person to have it. First person to have it. They're debuting on TNT in like three weeks, right? With their brand new show that's going to go up against Raw. He's the first champion. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, the thing, and he lost it when he was eating dinner at a Longhorn Steakhouse. Yes, yeah. Well, the 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 word is that he was driving. He was in a limo. I think he, what happened was I think he left this. There's something also with like switching the wrong luggage or something that it's it's very confusing. All we know is he won. He went to a Longhorn Steakhouse where I'm assuming he had some sort of meal uh, and a bunch of drinks. I think the drinks were already being had. Well, I mean, because, en route to st- said sure, steakhouse, and just, then steakhouse had more drinks for him. Yeah, and there was something with at like the, at the chain restaurant. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm leaving this in the limo. I'm going to go eat at my Longhorn Steakhouse." I think okay, okay. something happened where like the luggage was wrong, and the limo driver had to go back, and blah blah. I don't really know what that part was about, but it ended up where he did not have the belt. So what I think happened was he was sitting on the table, is at the table with the belt, and. He had a bunch of, a little bit of the bubbly, uh-huh. which has been memed uh-huh. uh, quite quickly and not very well in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. A lot of people were like, oh man, I made a video. Falling down on the job, internet. Yeah. I mean, was there something there really good? Like somebody did a, a Roman Reigns mashup of him saying that, mm-hmm. which uh, to Roman Reigns theme song, which I thought was pretty good. But there's some of these, some of them were just like, okay, we're, we're done. Yeah. But uh, he was uh yeah he basically left the belt somewhere and he basically left it somewhere and i because th- i think what happened was okay so somebody found it at the long court steakhouse maybe somebody there or maybe somebody this is that, what you think this is not i what think it was this is what said. i think happened because yeah. because what ended up happening allegedly was the police in indy in uh illinois mm-hmm. illinois illinois were uh, looking for it, and they found it uh, in the on the side of a road. Yeah, which leads me to believe that uh, someone either had it, 
somebody had it and they wanted to pawn it and they didn't think, but they either they couldn't pawn it because somebody was like, oh, I obviously, I, you know, they knew better than to accept it. Mm. And rather than rather be caught with it, they just threw it on the side of a road. Sure. Because if, the, if that's where it allegedly was found. Because that not it, it, there's it's been weird. It's like they announced it was found, and then they took it back, and then yes, it's been found, and it's just whatever it is. Chris Jericho lost it, and it's hilariously funny because he lost it at a fucking Longhorn Steakhouse. What if he lost literally it? literally hours after winning it? Yeah, literally funny. hours. I pro- probably was like, yeah, literally of hours. All is, and he, the thing is, is Chris Jericho's been in the business for so many years. You think he would not make a mistake like that? He did, <laughs> and it's just funny. And it's great, and it's a wonderful thing. He should have went I'm to I'm glad a- he found it. Nobody got hurt. Yeah, nobody got hurt. You know, it's just a fucking big laughing joke, and that's my, yeah, good job. Good job, Chris Jericho. Yeah, good, good job, great, cool great, dad. Great job, older wrestler. <laughs> great job, cool dad. Great job, cool dad. Uh, he uh, <laughs> He should have went to a Black Angus. I think he the, should have gone the, to a Black Angus. Black Angus or that wouldn't have happened at a Black Angus. Definitely wouldn't have happened at a Sizzler. Nope. Absolutely not. Fucking A, man. At least if he went to a Sizzler, I'd be like, well, of course you, it got stolen. <laughs> You're right. Sizzler. You left it at the hot bar. Yeah, you left it at the hot bar where you're trying to eat those gross ass, I don't know, whatever that spaghetti shit is they leave up there. Well, that's why I love Near the taco shells. I like the hot bar. I know you do. And then you get all, then you're like, why did I eat that? I'm like, because you went to Sizzler. Why did you go to Sizzler? They're all over California. I know. I it's a very here. No, there's there used to be one. No, there is not. Oh man, we'll have to Google. Next time we go to California. Oh God, we're <laughs> we'll have to go to a system. We have to. No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, because that's all like I've never been to a Sizzler in my life. Yeah, Sean Although really, I do miss Sean the... really likes the hot bar. He goes for the wings. They have they have these wings that are like really gross. They're not gross. They're gross. They're slightly breaded. Slightly breaded. It's just a fucking big hunk of bread with like a chicken bone underneath it. I don't even think there's any meat. <laughs> meatless wing. It's a meatless wing. That's very. That's very health conscious. Yeah, of, it, uh, it really. It's very vegetarian. But Sizzler can be vegetarian, guys. If you know yeah. how to eat. That's true. You can get a salad bar. At the of course, you get a salad bar. Fuck yeah, I fucking love the salad bar. So that silliness is going on, and then. You want to talk about this app stuff? This is my favorite thing that's ever happened. Everyone knows that I have an irrational hatred of Jeremy Renner. <laughs> and as we were talking about on the podcast last week, he unveiled an Amazon store where you can buy, like, I don't know, Neosporn with his face on it or some shit. I'm sure that's not true. But he does have an Amazon store where he's, like, an outdoor bro. So apparently, Jeremy Renner, like many a celebrity, has a vanity app. Uh, had, I should say. A vanity app, which I don't really, I don't think there's a celebrity alive whose app I would want. But apparently, like, a lot of them do, and they do, it's this company called EscapeX. EscapeX. They work with celebrities, and they have a vanity app. EscapeX sounds like a, like a, like a secret, like a, like a, like a Tesla company. It really, it it sounds like, like, the newest version of the Tesla. Like, they make, uh. It's the, uh, well, I mean, they do have Mala. They make designer escape pods. Yeah. So anyway, he has his app. And on Tuesday on Deadspin, which I put on our page, there was an article called I Broke the Official Jeremy Renner App by Posting the Word Porno on it. It was about this guy who just went on there and like, apparently, if you're on this app, whenever you get push notifications, it looks like Jeremy Renner is speaking to you. So it has a picture of his face and it says Jeremy Renner colon whatever it is so if you post it's like an instagram if you post a picture jeremy renner posts a picture of his dumb face and you write looking good man and somebody underneath it puts fuck you you get a push notification that somebody replied but it just says jeremy renner colon fuck you <laughs> so it looks like jeremy renner saying fuck you so i guess the uh the, the example this guy uses on this dead spin which i really recommend reading uh, it says, if you post looking good, Mr. Renner, under a blurry photo of Jeremy Renner driving a dump truck and somebody named football underscore Jersey 97 replies with, there is diarrhea shooting out of my penis. 
your phone will buzz and you will receive a notification with the words jeremy renner colon there is diarrhea shooting out of my penis next to a little picture of jeremy renner's face <laughs> so apparently that's how this app worked so i mean that's not the purpose of the that's app. not the purpose of the app but that's if you get these push notifications that's that happens so there was a picture of jeremy renner holding binoculars and it says hey what's everybody planning to do for the weekend right and he, this guy said i'm going to watch porno and then he went camping and he came back and the app had apparently exploded uh because he got kicked off for writing the word porno but then a lot of other people started like replying like i am you know the porno truther or whatever it says on here that by this time all of a sudden all these people had found it and they had become trolls so there were if i'm gonna find this here people on this app pretending to be jeremy renner uh it says false renners had started up there was even somebody pretending to be casey renner uh, i'm sorry casey anthony (laughs) on this app jesus and it says it was overrun with hundreds of people pretending to either be Jeremy Renner, Jeremy Renner's twin brother, failed clones of Jeremy Renner, successful clones of Jeremy Renner, and also various former major league baseball players for some reason. And also somebody left a review that said, I'm glad this app is like Casey Anthony positive. It just really became like a fucking mess uh, and, and took away. The- Nolan Ryan enjoys the Jeremy Renner app. <laughs> Pretty much um so all the people who actually wanted the app got kind of pissed off and so now the jeremy runner app is now dead it has been dismantled and i've posted this article as well that the jeremy runner app will have to be the dumbest app in heaven now is the title of this article from the av club um and you can see that on our our page and you can say that see that on our page as well because too many trolls can't have anything nice can't have anything nice because everybody's a fucking asshole but you know what this is the best thing that's ever happened to me it's pretty yeah the internet did what it did and it's like you have to know like if you're a celebrity just for you know the celebrities listening out there if you're a celebrity and you start one of these apps you have to know that this is how the internet is going to react yeah because this is what the internet does it's just a bunch of fucking snarky assholes just making life hard on everybody. Oh, but yeah. being but hilarious like the- at the same time. Because, but- again, this is another one of those my favorite kind of stories. Nobody really got hurt. We just trashed something stupid. That's yeah. all. Yeah, that's fine. And I, I, I and I can, I can appreciate that I for what it is. I do appreciate it. You know, although, I don't know, there's part of me that does feel a little bit bad about you know jeremy renner I you don't. know trying to be like hey here's, i have a, you know i have a fan base i was in avengers i'm trying to you know do a thing he still people. has music he is he's i was shocked to find for some reason i forgot or i, I maybe i refuse to acknowledge he has, that he has music because he, he does is, a dad bad variety well that's exactly what i was just gonna say he has joined the pantheon of actors who have dad bands with david Duchovny. What's his name? Uh, Michael uh, Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis has a dad band. So yeah, he is. He is. Would joined. you consider Jeff Goldblum dad band? Because mm. he does the jazz thing. I was going to say not really because he does something completely different, and he's always been a piano guy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is in his own weird category because he's weird. He's Jeff Goldblum. I'd like to go to a record store and be like, "Excuse me, Jeffrey did a dad bands." Yeah, and it's just old. It's like washed up actors. I think that's how we should categorize music in, in stores now. Yeah, jet, dad bands. We should have a dad band section and just put like Springsteen, but also put like Springsteen in there, category? Kid Rock. What was the other category that we had created the other day for this record store? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. You uh, did. Bullshit folk music. Yeah, where's that? Yeah, because we're shit folk. Because I just learned the other day that uh, Mumford and Sons is Irish. Yeah, they're not Americans. I thought they were Americans. You thought they were hipsters. No, they're just bullshit folk. Are the Mountaineers or what are the Electioneers or whatever the fuck that band's name is? I don't know. Are they? Fuck if I know. Irish? Can't tell you. No. Can't. I would have to Google that. They, they'd be, they'd be in that section, though. I do not care enough they would about be in that. They would be in that section. Though. It's just called Bullshit Folk Music. Bullshit Folk Music. Yeah, and then Dad Bands. That'd be a good store. We should open that store. We should. It's going to be. <laughs> we should We should open that store and like just have, so you, you, you open a record store and you just separate all the music into things you think it is. Well, then we're just basically not... Amazon. Because <laughs> that's exactly how Amazon works. Well, do you have a dad band section? No, but I mean, like, that's how, like, if you go into the Amazon brick and mortar store, it's not like 
the books aren't arranged in a way like they'd be in a traditional store like Barnes and Noble. It's literally like five star reviews, and it's just books with five star reviews. Ooh, do, can, can, do they have a one star review section? I have absolutely no idea. They I should. have not been to the brick and mortar Amazon store. Oh man! But yeah, so we could just be like Amazon, just be like here's you know dad bands, and maybe there's subsections celebrity dad bands and actual dad bands because like bruce no i i don't think you could split it up i think it's just dad band straight really yeah you don't think that there should be like a a a separation between the david duchovny's of the world and the the springsteen's well technically they're all celebrities yes i know but bruce springsteen was never famous for being like an actor he was always a you never oh you never saw (laughs) bruce springsteen in uh star trek yeah Uh, i did i saw that like really long run where bruce springsteen was just like uh he had he had a he had a walk-on role every so often on the cosby show yeah yeah and he was playing jim the neighbor (laughs) oh yeah i remember that and bruce springsteen as jim the neighbor i'm jim the neighbor he he lived next door what was that one um who was that guy who lived next door to the golden girls who became its own spinoff oh empty nest yeah richard mulligan yeah yeah that he that was originally supposed to be bruce springsteen oh he lost the role empty nest i mean well maybe you could because technically born in an empty in fairness how long was max weinberg on tv max from the start of conan show right yeah until conan moved to la because Max didn't move. That's right. So, I mean, could that technically be? Because people might know, younger people might only know Max Weinberg because of Conan. And not because he was Springfield, Springste- Springfield's, Springsteen's drummer. Bruce Springsfield. Yeah. Oh, these, these are good questions we're asking. These are really these important are very, questions we're asking. These are very important. This is why you come to the show. It is. This is why this is why this is why the show had to be a day a little bit a little bit late this right, week. Right, because, because we really had to think about these questions about how we we're going to split up our dad. Bands. We had to go out to the mountains and look out wistfully into the horizon yeah, while and thinking think about, about dad bands. how would I categorize dad pants. <laughs> I just really think like David and Company, Michael Chiklis, and Jeremy Rudder kind of deserve their own section. Okay, that's fine. Like Vanity Dad Band or something. Van- okay, you know what? I'll, I'll accept Vanity Dad Band. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, that's... Excuse me, do you have... I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, sir, here's the dad bands. Excuse me. I was looking for Vanity Dad Bands. Oh, you're like, oh, well, right this way, sir. Here, Here's a trash. And it, it's just... <laughs> here's, a garbage, here, here's a bin on the ground. <laughs> with with michael chiklis in it there's also a co- there's also probably some dvds of uh the shield in there too yeah in case you're interested in old x-files episodes like the bad ones though not the good ones Ooh, de- definitely x-files uh, the second movie's in there that oh bit. the second movie's 100 percent that fucking bit 100 in there god that movie's bad um speaking of i've been watching a lot of x-files uh-huh i'm seriously trying to talk myself out of reviewing all of them I don't know why not, but just oh, do it. Oh, because it's 201 episodes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of episodes. I mean, it took did... me years to do Gilmore Girls, and it wasn't nearly that many. That's true. And I'm like, but oh, you like X-Files. Though. I love the X-Files. Yeah, you could, it'd be, it'd be like, you know, eating ice cream every time. Oh, God, maybe. Some of those, I've been doing a rewatch. Some of those old episodes, there are some gems. I will, I will, because I forgot, like, how many great ones are so early in the season or in the series. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Because I thought, like, this one was season three or it's in season two, whatever. But there's so many, like, also bad ones. Like, I watched one this morning the grotesque episode where there's like a fucking gargoyle possessing people and just it's just dumb so there's some of them where i'm just like i forgot this was so dumb yeah 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 yeah, yeah no there's but there's so many great ones there's, yeah i don't know I've, I've never that's i will say this i i have seen a few x-files shows but it's never been my big thing yeah. So if it's ever a thing, we're like, I think somebody suggested you do a podcast yeah, where you Nick talk did. about it. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, our listener Nick, uh, loyal listener Nick. He, uh, yeah, I mean that's not a bad idea. You know, well, we could do a podcast where it's like we just talk about the X Files. I just don't know how well that's going to go over. Yeah. Just as far as like you know, you don't. It would kind of almost be like that Gilmore Guys thing where it's like one person was a huge fan. And then the other one had never seen it before. Right. It would be like that. Yeah. Well, that show became immensely popular. It sure did. 
And then they had a. But the, the thing is about a show like that is like it's only as long as the show is. Granted, I mean, X Files went on forever. Yeah. As it as so it, did the fucking Gilmore Girls. Jesus yeah. Christ. So. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's how it is. But yeah. maybe uh, we'll do that. I don't know. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Nope. To bring up. Well, actually, we I we went bit, did a bit of shopping, mm. and actually, yeah, I went to a wrestling event this weekend. We did, yeah. Uh, my so my buddy uh, Gregory Iron, professional mm-hmm. wrestler Gregory Iron, uh, was in town uh, for some events with Rocky Mountain Pro. Yep. And uh, uh, I've chatted with gregory a bunch uh you know he was on an episode of the steve austin show that i helped get him on and stuff and so we've been chatting and uh he is in town so i was like i'll go see we'll see him and so we went out to lafayette mm-hmm. colorado yep. uh to a brewery slash dog park i don't even know if it's a brewery it might just be a bar slash dog park but it's like if a dog park had a bar in the middle of it Right. That's literally all it is. It's like all fenced in and like you bring it's dog friendly. So you bring your dogs and the wrestling event was outside in like the side yard. Yeah. Where the dogs can run and play. And so there's a ring there. There were no dogs. There were, no there was, dogs. There were some dogs around, but they weren't were involved no, in the yeah, show. Just yeah, yeah. You can't bring the dogs to where the wrestling ring was set up. But like if you were in the actual bar, you could have your dog. And you would just sit there with your dog and drink beer, which actually is kind of cool. It's kind of neat. Like it's kind of great. Um, it was kind of a cool How about a cat pl- bar? <laughs> I don't think that would go over very yeah, probably well. Probably not. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. It was like, you know, if you had, it was a kind of cool idea, like a place where you could just like hang out and drink beer and hang out with dogs. Yeah. So we saw the show and, uh, Gregory mm-hmm. wrestled, uh, little Rusev, young Rusev, Rusev Jr. A guy that looked like young, like he looked young like Rusev. Rusev. I kept calling him Ru- Rusev Jr. Yeah, that guy. He looked yeah. like Rusev. He does look like Rusev. Uh, little Rusev Jr. there, and then uh, yeah, it was fun. It was good. We watched that. Yeah, I think we did. We well, we I managed to go. Well, we know we did some shop. We some shopping, I guess. Yeah, you went to Second and Charles. We went to Second and Charles, and you picked up something. Well, we went to yeah, we went to, on Friday and Saturday night because we went to one over here on Friday. Yeah, well, I found a daredevil trade that was on my list the mark for death found that uh one of the original printings of the trade you know because what I, i've mentioned this before i really like finding the you know the night the the trades that they produced in like the early 90s that mm-hmm. like marvel and dc i don't see as many dc ones but uh the marvel ones are always kind of fun to find because they you know they're just recapping you know stories that were you know at that time only 10 years prior so kind of neat um so I, I found that one uh and i found a trade for uh death the high cost of living that's mm-hmm. one that it's a story that i feel like i should have read at some point because that back in the 90s that was a for the dc vertigo uh story it is a big deal so i found it for cheap so i picked that up i got uh i got an issue of the demon that i needed and an issue of avenging spider-man that has death's head in it so i was very Excited to uh, pick that up. That's uh, as far as shopping goes. You know, those, we got a few joints. Let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll talk about our book for this week. When you talk about comics, does it sound something like this? Look, you can't put the Superman number 77s with the 200s. They haven't even discovered Red Kryptonite yet. And you uh, you can't put the number 98s with the 300s. Lori the Morris hasn't even been introduced. Or maybe it sounds a little more like this. You think Mighty Mouse could beat up Superman? What are you, cracked? Why not? I saw the other day he was carrying five elephants in one hand. Boy, you don't know nothing. Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. Superman is a real guy. No way a cartoon could beat up a real guy. Yeah, maybe you're right. It would be a good fight, though. Hello, I am the constantly caffeinated Clinton Robison, and my comics discussions can go to both extremes, but generally fall somewhere in between. On the Coffee and Comics podcast, I will review comic stories and other comics-related topics that can be enjoyed over a cup of coffee. So pour the coffee, or other beverage of choice, and join me on the Coffee and Comics podcast, available on iTunes and coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com. I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch, even when... What? (laughs) I thought you were uh, speaking of a thing that you actually took a DNA test. Oh, I did. And apparently, uh, I am a hundred percent 
that bitch. But um, if I did, I think it would just come back as like, what the fuck did you just send us? <laughs> You're not human, right? <laughs> You're not human. But I like that it would be a question. You're not human, right? Body? Are you sure? Why? Anyways, we're back here on our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is Miss Marvel, Volume 1, Number 1, from January 1977. Mm. And uh, this is coming from a trade that I just bought called Captain Marvel Star Force. That was actually just released this year, and it collects a lot of... Uh, Jesus Christ, why is this print so small? Uh, a lot of like random like space of space collect space adjacent adventures of Captain Marvel, both mm. the female and Marvel one, or mm-hmm. you know, and fem- both female and male one. Yes, and the Marvels, the Marvels, and uh, yeah. So this issue is isn't it? There's a Marvel superheroes number twelve. There's a Quasar in there. Obviously, there's some Captain Marvel in here. There's Captain America. There's Fantastic Four. So it's. It's a pretty neat little thing. I found it, and I I got this because of uh, for the cheap. Yeah, you know, I or I think it was no, I got this kind of for free because I had a Barnes and Noble gift card. Oh, that's right. And I was like, neat. I'm gonna yeah. pick this up, and I just because I just like these random ones when you can get some old old issues and stuff like that. And I don't think I've ever we've we've covered Miss Marvel before on this episode. On yes, this, we on have. The show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we did one a long time ago from like. Whatever volume series it was, but it was a very long time ago that we covered it, so we're just kind of picking up on another one of these. I think you had a Miss Marvel issue. I did. I don't know if we have it anymore because I think that quali- it was falling apart. It was literally like, like one of those. It was just yeah. shredded, basically. But yeah, it was definitely not number one. I don't remember what number it was. It was a we number. We have talked about it before. Well, we did. We didn't talk about that one. I don't think. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, because I. Did we? I think we talked about Ms. Marvel, but we talked about you know one what? from the night from you like the might be right because the, I believe the Miss Marvel one I ended up buying was shredded to fuck and was missing pages. Yeah. And because I got it for like twenty five cents. Yeah, it was like an issue, I think, with Tiger Shark in it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this but that issue was from the series that we're uh, from this volume yes. that we're reading now. But uh I got the I'm reading this out of the trade and I kind of figured it would be uh fun to um pick up on this and i thought about it, i was like well is it really worth collection but i mean this trade you know has probably has some dingers in it you know at this point it's all bad it's all bad just just go with it yeah so uh on the cover we got if we own it it's bad <laughs> it's true that's the rule that's good that's, you know what? even that's, if it's good it's bad that's true because it, we own it if it comes to if, if that's how it fucking works if the deed of possession changes hands to us it becomes instantly bad it is it is ruined it's like what is this classic artwork now it is bad because <laughs> jen and sean on it action comics number one <laughs> bad watchman Pica- an original picasso bad well I, i've tried it before because it's been a while since we did a dc one and i wasn't but i haven't really found one i want to do just yet mm-hmm. uh for a while and i, I was I, I i toyed with the possibility of doing judas contract because mm. we have i have the trade for that yeah and i was like hmm, maybe i do want to do that i don't know but I, we I, can still do some of it but i will say that you know there's parts of it that have not aged well no it's definitely not and and, and and i'll be honest like i was reading it i was reading through it and i was like oh this is too good, this is too good of a comic. <laughs> I, I don't know if i could do this you know but the one thing i'll say this is that when we pick books for the show i would rather they're not boring well that's the thing that's where things because like, there have been times where we've read stuff for the show and we're like we can't do this it's too fucking boring. Well, so it's a, nothing happens in it. Well, the problem is like you'll look at a cover of a book, yeah, and you'll be like, oh man, that's gotta be bad. But then you read it and it's just boring. Yeah, it's just a fucking snooze fest. And that's just not how this is supposed to work. But yeah. Miss Marvel number one, volume one, not boring, not boring, and uh, it's pretty silly. Yeah, so not bad. Not it's not bad either. So on the cover, it's a very busy cover going on here. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Miss Marvel, uh, Carol like Danvers, really green ugliness. Where? Just surrounding oh. her. Oh yeah, she's bursting out of a wall, and there's a big green thing, and then there's faces. Well, there's faces around here, so this is actually kind of confusing. We'll talk about it, but so she's bursting out of the wall, and underneath the title it says. 
I mean, well, the first thing you know, above is like, fabulous first issue, all in action, ha, ha, ha. I even, they even have her head up in the corner, and it just says, this female fights back. Like, you know, in this corner here? Yeah. Uh, and then underneath the title, it says, at last, a bold new her- superheroine in the sending senses stunning tradition of spider-man jesus christ stan what the fuck right there's a lot of war and peace down here featuring the most mysterious woman woman warrior since madame medusa and madame modam 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 madame lady ball and if you think our leading lady is something, wait till you see her star-studded supporting cast. Uh, and on the cover, so she's bursting out of the wall. She's wearing her old costume. Yeah, so it's got like a, a stomach window instead yeah, she, of a boob window. Well, she has like a girl. lot going on up top. She has a full shirt. You know, it's long-sleeved and, and high-necked and the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, it's just like abdomen. And then like bikini-cut panties, but they're all like attached. Yeah, and they're just it's like... really weird it's like, it's like the rest of the outfit was like fuck it yeah they're like you know what we don't have any more fabric we use it all up top you know what this is like the, you know it's the, so when i was in college i was goth as we all know yep, yep, yep. i made myself a cape have i ever told you this mm, vaguely so i bought velvet and i bought like a red for the liner and all this sort of stuff i even put a pocket inside of it Oh, like Superboy. Yeah, so I could put like my wallet, my keys. Uh, but the problem was, is I didn't have. Enough- well, were you going to wear the cape in lieu of a jacket? Yes. Well, you kind of have to, I guess. Yeah, and so I wouldn't have to like carry shit around if I didn't want to. I had a pocket. So the problem with my cape was there was not enough fabric because I am a tall woman. So it had like a weird seam like in the back, but also it was too short in the front. So it was kind of like a short cape in the front and a long cape. It was a mullet cape, basically. <laughs> and I actually walked around like that because I'm a moron. Uh, but yeah, I did. I made. Well, at least you cape. had a pocket. I had a pocket. Is there any pictures of said cape? No, I don't believe any exists. Is the cape still in? No, around? no, it's gone. Oh. I got rid of it. Did you get, did you give it to a Goodwill so somebody else could enjoy a cape? I don't know what happened to it. I don't remember if I gave it to Goodwill or I just threw it away. Uh-huh. I think I might have given it to Goodwill. Oh man, I hope there's somebody walking around uh, in my mullet cape, Colorado somewhere <laughs> in the with, mullet cape, with the mullet cape, with something because you know what my po- I was very proud of my pocket. It had a zipper and everything. <laughs> I'm Frank Costanza's lawyer. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but she's got this weird 70s outfit. It's not only just a stomach window. She also has a back window because oh. it's, it's basically like the same on the back. See, not enough fabric. So she's this, uh, is the, this is the mistake you make when you start sewing and you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So she's uh, having a fight. Uh, so anyway, so she's okay. She's bursting through the wall. And then on the left side, we have a bunch of faces. J. Jonah Jameson and Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. And then she is beneath that. Beneath those heads, because Marvel loves the floating heads, uh, uh-huh. we have her using a door to stop a beam. And then to her right, in the upper part, she is fighting the scorpion. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she has a bunch of limbs, because the way she's getting, she's getting knocked back by the scorpion, but it looks yeah. like her limbs are all weird. And then uh, and then right beneath that, she's on the phone. Oh, yeah. This, Important. This, this woman uses a phone oh yeah that's important guys that's important yeah so this woman this warrior uh she's uh start off with her flying that's what it's called this woman this warrior that's right the title she's flying through and uh so there's like some bank robbers like doing their thing and oh, yeah. all, all of a sudden she swoops in she doesn't really have a cape she kind of has like a weird scarf thing i thought it was a cape but i guess not it's not it's like a scarf it's as bad as my mullet cape. So she swoops in and they're like, who's this broad? <laughs> Which A plus use of the word broad. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, we're, that's right. We're in, we're, we're in the, the 70s. So we're, yeah. we're, we're broad. And- oh, yeah. The, it's, it's definitely the 70s. So she swoops in and she's like, we're going to fight you. And these guys are like, whatever. And they, so she. They're really surprised. Everybody's just surprised to see a woman. They're number one surprised to see a woman, but also like surprised to see another superhero, which is like, this is Spider-Man's town. Like you shouldn't be that shocked. Yeah, I mean, we are in New York, so right. So um, they get in a car, they try to drive away, but it, it, she picks it up and throws it. But honestly, what it, what I thought because of the way it's drawn, there's a lot of like bright colors in the uh-huh. background instead of like you know streets or 
objects. Uh, it looks like this car like is trying to jump over her. Oh, yeah. Instead yeah. of her picking it up. But she picks it up and she slams it down. And these dudes go through the fucking roof. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. I thought she... Because they're not wearing their seatbelts. Okay, see, I thought she smashed it on the ground the and 70s. she smashed it through... Yes, right. She smashed it through, like, a pole or something. But nope. no, those are human bodies. Those are human bodies because they didn't wear seatbelts. They spatak through the roof. And she has, like, she says she has a seventh sense that allows her to, like, sense that dudes are trying to shoot at her. And I'm like, okay. I have an eighth sense that makes allows me to murder men by throwing them through the top of the car. Yeah, great sense. So she's throwing them. And of course, there's like a little girl in the crowd being like, I want to be like her when I grow up. And you're like, okay. And the mother's like, oh, a woman. Uh, a woman is should not be doing that. Literally, the, the first couple pages of this book is literally a woman. What? what, what, what? Uh, and then apparently in the bank, is robbing scorpion. it at the same time as the scorpion. He's the only one who has a costume. The rest of these guys are just dudes in sweaters. Scorpion gets away using his tail. And he's basically he's just he needs to take a bunch of money, so he has to get to a professor like a like a science thing. Yeah, he whatever. A, he has a scheme, and everybody shows up, and they're like, "Well, first, like people are like watching Miss Marvel as she's like standing right now. She doesn't have a name. Her name's Miss Marvel, obviously. Yeah. Uh, she's standing amongst the the bodies of the goons, and people are like, "This is a fucking publicity stunt." She's like, "How could people be so cynical?" And I'm like, "Have you met people?" Yeah, right. This is like pre-internet cynical, but it still existed. Somebody mentions that it's in the in the Lou in the publicity stunt. They compare it to a gag on the World Trade Center with a styrofoam King Kong. Yeah, and I was like, was that a thing? So apparently, so so apparently in the Marvel universe, at least I, I mean maybe in the real universe, there was a a giant styrofoam, ape, styrofoam ape attached to the side of the World Trade Center. Hmm. So, yeah, let's... All right. She's about to fly off, and she's like, all right, I got to go. And the, the people in the crowd are like, oh, no, she's going to jump on us. Because <laughs> she's just kind of like, <laughs> I'm like, she flew in, you guys. She flew in. It's like, actually, I kind of wish she was just like. But she's just like fucking crowd serving. She's yeah. like, woo, catch me. That's her. That's her. Uh, that's how she beats people. Red Hot, Red Hot Chili Pepper show, and I'm jumping off this fucking stage. <laughs> Somebody's playing California Cation in the background. <laughs> 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 she she just can't help herself. She's got to dive on people. Actually, that's a hell of a superhero power. That'd be awesome. She's like, I just stage dive. She just, she just stage dives on the audience. Oh, to, like, it's just disperse. like a dude wearing fucking cargo shorts, just like jumping on people. <laughs> this is my power. I'm a villain. He just has one of those Bluetooth speakers, and he's just playing like Limp Biscuit constantly, and just jumping on people. Oh no, it's the new metaler. <laughs> It's he's his Jinko jeans will ruin us all. <laughs> he's got a loop for a hammer. A what? Those, you know those pants when they have like the loops? Oh yeah. You can put a hammer there. That's right. He's got the loop and a hammer. He's got the carpenter pants. Oh no. His goatee is too sharp. <laughs> he's got a wallet chain. <laughs> his wallet his wallet and chain a is a white t shirt and uh and um like vans. He's got vans, he's also wearing uh any number of band t shirts. Yeah. Or I love bands. White. It could just be white. That's true. You know, if you don't want to run into copyright issues. That's it, true, yeah. Unless you want to make up a bunch of fake bands. <laughs> Slammer. It's probably a band. His wallet chain is titanium, is uh, adamantium. <laughs> the most superfluous use of adamantium ever, guys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the other one's vibranium. That's right. Oh. <laughs> his He's got two. It's vibranium. He's going to shoot Limp Biscuit at us. He's got two wallet chains. One is made of adamantium and the other is vibranium. It just depends on his mood on which one he uses. The new meddler. Yeah. Guys, get ready. Yeah, so she she flies away and... Does he have a soul patch? <laughs> oh, he definitely has a soul patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's got a goatee, like a really... But it's like one of those, like... Scotty and goatees? Scotty and goatees, but it's really sharp because it's also covered in adamantium. Oh, okay. So that's... So he can, what, stab... As he's jumping, he can stab people with his chin? Yeah, that's how he, that's how he knocks... That's how he disarms people by impaling them with his goatee. <laughs> it's like Wolverine's claws, but on his chin. Oh, man. <laughs> No, we're gonna write this book. We're gonna set it in the '90s, and it's just gonna have like filter playing in the background. <laughs> filter, I like that. Yep, that's a good band. It's a good band. We now we cut to Daily Bugle. J. Jonah Jameson is watching a film with uh, Miss Marvel in it, 
and he's like fuck these superheroes oh by the way i need a woman's magazine yes carol danvers who happens to be here who is no longer a security expert but is now a writer yes because as she explains later she wasn't excuse show she was a security expert in uh with shield or with something like that and because she was unable to capture captain marvel I don't know if she was fired or she 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 was shamed into quitting sure. her job, but not before or maybe after she wrote a book because she has like a really sweet pad in this apartment. Yeah, because there's a lot of publishing deals in this thing. There are. She's uh, a lot. So she 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 wrote a book about. I don't know if she was doing an expose on security or something like that, but whatever. So now she's like, now I, now I need to get a job, like a real job in publishing, and it's the seventies and. People are. This is all we have. Yeah, we have magazines. This is. Hey, I need a ladies' magazine. By the way, I think uh, women. This women's lib crap is just a fad. Women (laughs) wanting to be treated equally will never catch on. Women women will decide to not. Will decide it's okay to not be treated equally eventually. Yes. I also do like that the the magazine is called Woman. Yeah. Woman. Woman. Uh. Yeah. So J. Jonah Jameson is starting his lady blog, basically. And he needs Lady Vlog. And he needs that's basically what it is. And he needs Carol Danvers to run it. By the way, he wants it to be not about like women's lib and and careers and like shit women care about. He wants it to just be about like diets and fashion. Shit women care about, but you know, we also care about other things. He wants it to basically be like uh like a like the woman's world magazine my mom used to buy. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom bought that for years. He wanted it to be like like cosmo like back in the 90s yeah yeah if anybody remembers what that was like because 13 ways to please your hubby yeah with it's like use a scrunchie to to tie off his penis and you're like what, what? was that actually in there yeah it's, was that was that where they where they started that I forget exactly where i think it was in cosmo but it was like use a scrunchie as like a cock ring and you're like don't do that that's awful you could seriously hurt somebody with that especially for, for any random woman reading that well yeah you know you're just like hey how about you go to a sex store and buy a cock ring that's right L- leave it to professionals yeah buy something that's like don't just like wrap a fucking rubber band around some dude's dick like that's not a good idea my dick yeah that could like seriously like impede blood flow Mm -hmm. that might be a problem for some reason like carol's here like but for she hasn't technically been hired by j jonah jameson yet well she's pitching him yeah i guess but she doesn't he's the one who says i need my this magazine you're gonna write it for me and she's like well if i'm gonna do that you're gonna pay me he's like what what do you mean i'm gonna give you money women's live payment yeah it's like here i'll pay you an exposure and you're like fuck you actually give me money uh so she like negotiates doesn't really negotiate her salary he's like i want to pay you twenty thousand. she's like no 30 he's like 22 30 and so he pays her one dollar which back in the 70s is a lot of money that's, she's fucking banging yeah and good for her that's right for uh for negotiating for what she's worth uh and she's also like by the way fuck all that shit this is gonna be like a, a like a, a ms magazine like like bust like like bitch that's yeah. amazing. It's not going to be this like Cosmo put a fucking scrunchie around your man's dick. Yeah, right. Uh, this is going to be like a serious magazine. So it does say here she was uh, the Cape Kennedy security chief in uh, the early issues of the original Captain Marvel. Yeah, so she's leaving and then she, she runs into Mary Jane and Peter. Yeah, of course. And Peter is going to do some business. So she's chatting with Mary Jane and they uh i forgot how, how does it say i don't really know how they know each other i guess they're friends whatever no i think she no they're meeting each other for the first time oh, they are i thought they were like they, hanging out she sees her and she recognizes her from i guess she wrote an article about diana ross and rolling stone oh yeah at some point i'd like to see carol danvers interviewing diana ross it, uh, now let's now. do that let's do it now let's, ha- let's make this happen in the movies now do it now brie larson as captain marvel uh, interviewing diana ross interviewing diana ross who's still alive who's still alive we can get we, diana ross needs to be in the mcu uh hey, and, she does actually can we get tracy ellis ross in there as well Ooh, that sounds like a good idea it could be a mother daughter interview is that her is that her daughter yeah why did i not know that i'm almost positive i mean i know they should have last name but you know no i believe it's her mom well 
because a lot of times because you know she uh tracy ellis ross gets like a lot of like shout outs for having just great clothes yeah a lot of times she's like oh yeah i just go in my mom's closet diana ross's closet. yeah diana ross is her mom why did i not know that yeah she's also a great actress yeah she's she's great she's she, really, really she would great. make a fine addition to the mcu i agree i don't know what we, she would do but she's awesome she could be in the eternals jesus christ Ooh, we yeah got, we got sure Kum- why not we have we, plenty of people we got kumail in there mm-hmm. you know it's because of us Oh, that's true. So <laughs> let's put this out there that we want Tracy Ellis Ross in the Marvel Universe somehow. I like it. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. well, she's only – okay, keep in mind, Carol Danvers has only been writing articles for a year. And so, she got Diana Ross. So in one of her – probably in, in, some, in some article earlier on this year, she uh, – after leaving the security field and, I, and writing – I think she wrote a book. Maybe she wrote the book. I can't remember. I can't remember if she wrote the book while she was there. Probably I'm after assuming. She, probably she was after – she got out of there, and then they were like, you know what? You wrote a good uh, book about security. Which doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Security! She could definitely have her feelers out there. Usually, though, people fall into like a, a category if you're doing nonfiction. Right, you're right. always interviewing politicians, or you're a music journalist, or you're a whatever journalist. But sure, why not? They do mention that Peter apparently was nominated for the Newspaper Guild Award, because he's sure. a... He's a He's, a, he's such a good photographer, but he's never actually like done any, you know, never actually been hired or done. He's always been freelance, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, Scorpion, we catch up with him. He's getting into this lab, and he's got uh, the money to basically. What is he? Trying- I don't really know what he's doing. There's also a man that looks like a monkey, but I don't think he's supposed to look like a monkey. Oh, this guy? Yeah. Well, it's funny because they make a big deal about his face, and they're like, make sure you he see really does. Him. He looks like Dr. Zayas. He does look like Dr. Zayas. Yeah, he looks like he, he's like from Planet of the Apes. I don't really know what the point is. Scorpion's bringing this money to this lab, but he's almost getting shot, and I don't really know what he's doing here or why. Well, he gives him a key to... So this Dr. Kerwin gives him a key to use that... Uh, for some sort of torture device that he uses later, to when he when he captures when he kidnaps uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Now we jump to uh, what's her face's apartment, uh, Carol which Dana's is really really nice. Which is holy shit because you know interviewing Diana Ross pays really good in the seventies. Yeah. And uh, so they go and have. Some... This is back when writing paid money. Writing 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 was the was the shit it doesn't pay money anymore <laughs> yeah you know, we should go back in time yeah get some, get some of that there's uh, a lot of reasons we need to go back in time yeah it's true it's true we need to we just, let's just let's just go all the way back until well, there's nothing let's try to like actually save the planet so we don't all die right mj's like why'd you become a writer she's like well mark captain marvel's appearance at the cape and my inability to capture him just about destroyed my security field career so and I tried to keep it together, and I went back to my first pen, to my first love, writing. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, again, yeah, so, never see. Yeah, she's like, oh, where'd you get this apartment before? How much is this apartment? She's like, royalties for my first book about the space industry. That's right. She wrote a book about space. Space book. It would be funny if it was just a just a, a, a book with, like, nothing on the pages. Just like, yeah. It's just like, space. Lots of it. Space. And everybody was like, oh, this is great. So anyway, so she gets like a weird headache from like one of her like sixth or seventh senses. Yeah. She's trying to recover. And then uh, we cut to James, Jonah Jameson, and he's uh, walking through the street being being angry as he is. And uh, somehow in the middle of this busy New York street, Scorpion just kind of sneaks up on him. Yeah. And hits him with his tail. Sure. Probably should kill him at this point. Right. He's, just, he's, he's hit, he hits him in the back of the neck with a tail. Might as well uh, uh, break his neck. Uh, I do like uh, it's your death knell, Jameson, which reminds me of a of a of a of a line that was in my movie mm-hmm. where uh, Ted Arcidi tells <laughs> the main character Lucky. What I forgot his name. <laughs> what your own character? Yeah, yeah the yeah. character I made because he 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 tells him he, I, I forgot why. He, God, I should watch the, my own movie. Yeah, you should. But uh, yeah, he tells him it's your death knell. <laughs> you wrote it. Yeah. So, anyways, he captures J. Jameson, and everybody's like, "Ah, fuck that guy." He's having a nice villain shout, which mm-hmm. I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Basically. 
way back in Spider-Man 20, Amazing Spider-Man 20, like very early on in the, in the character's existence, mm-hmm. the, the Scorpion was created because he was a, basically Mac Gargan was a, from what I understand, he was a crook. He was doing some work for J. Joe and Jameson, and Jameson was like, hey, why don't you volunteer for this experiment? Or I don't know if you forced him to do it, and basically it created this scorpion suit that, like, is now permanently grafted to his body. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and so he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna fuck up J. Joe and Jameson. Yeah. Captain Marvel, or Miss Marvel's flying around. She's like, oh, man, J. Joe and Jameson's kidnapped my, my space awareness. Because that is something that Captain Marvel could do. Right. He has the spatial universal awareness and stuff. Yeah, so. and she's like, I can see it on the horizon or some shit. I saw it on my TV. Yeah, my In my mind. TV. She uh, flies over to the Daily Bugle and everybody's like, a flying woman! Yeah, everybody's like, oh my god, a woman is doing things! They're like, alright. So she, like, flies in the window and, like, there's a detective there. No, no, it's it's, uh, Joe Robertson. Right, but he's a detective, right? No, he's uh, the editor of the oh, Daily Bugle. He's, okay. he's basically like the cool dude to J. Jones James. I thought he was a dude. detective. No, no, yeah, he's there and he's like he's like the only one that when she flies in, he's like, yo, chill out. Right. She's cool. Right. I don't think she's gonna hurt us. Right. So and yeah, and so she's like, Oh no, I know he's 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 in a building in Brooklyn. I gotta go find him. Yep. You know, and then Bye. that and then the Back cops do the show up and yeah. she's like Peace That's out. where I got confused there. So then she uh, she flies out, flies out, and, and Joe J Jonah Jameson has the scorpion in this like device. Thing. No, no, vice versa. I'm sorry, vice versa. Scorpion has J J Jonah Jameson in a device. It's gonna like zap him or fry him. Well, or he has dip him, him or whatever. He's gonna he dip him. He has a he has he has a, a, a. Oh my god! It's dip. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he's got there's a shitty buddy he has a shitty building in Brooklyn uh-huh. where somewhere in this building he uh where they say Brooklyn I'm sorry one time home of the Dodgers part time home of Norman Mailer and current home of the Scorpion just in oh. case you needed to right know right up there with Norman Mailer huh <laughs> Nor, Norman Mailer and the Scorpion same level yeah totally and the Dodgers yeah that those are the only three things that Brooklyn is known for that's true and uh not Captain America yeah, fuck Captain America. Fuck that guy. Wait, is, is, is he from Captain? He's from Brooklyn, right? Yes, he is. That's right. Yeah. For some reason, I was going to say he's from Queens, but now he's from Brooklyn. No, no, he's from Brooklyn. This is back in the day. That's like, even, wasn't Spider-Man supposed to be from Brooklyn and now he's from Queens? I thought he was always from Queens. I don't remember, to be honest with you. So I remember, like, back then, Brooklyn was like this working class, like, little burb, and now it's, you know, fuck it. You can't afford that either. So, 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 so Scorpio's got his lair. It's also a gastropub. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing. Yeah, they're doing. Hundred percent. There's kid. There's there's a there's a there's, there's a, a pop up here. There's a craft brewery in the corner. Yeah, someone's doing like a pop up thing, like a sprinkle museum, like up on the second floor. <laughs> wait, 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 a sprinkle museum? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's just like a, all sorts oh. of different types of sprinkles. <laughs> so is it just like little? Well, like, like what sprinkle? It's like a bunch of them, and you get it's like interactive. You can like touch it. Remember how there was that thing in L.A. where it was like all those sprinkles, and you could like lay in them. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, we were like, oh, we're not doing that. That's disgusting because ew. Uh, but yeah, it's like that. It's like it was a candy museum. It was a candy. There was some something. Bullshit. Yeah, it was some weird thing where people were laying in candy, and I was like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, and it was like a whole like fucking thing of sprinkles, and it's like bright pink, so everybody's Instagramming. I kind of do wish this was around back then. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's a little layer because people be Instagram. It's like hashtag J, J Murder Jameson yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Scorpion. Hashtag Killing. Hashtag, hashtag uh, Acid Bath. Yep. So, yeah, he's basically like, you know, he recants like, yeah, you fucked me up. I'm going to throw you in this acid. Yeah, fuck you. Jay jo- Jonah Jameson. Future Alex Jones. Catch him in bed with an acid bath. As we saw in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if that's going to be real anymore. Now now, now that you the J. That... Jonah Jameson, uh, uh, Alex Jones hybrid is out there in the ether. Right? Because it might not happen now. Nope. Because now... Yeah, so we're... who knows what's going to happen? Nothing, probably. <laughs> probably nothing. Absolutely nothing. I do like... Until we reboot Spider-Man again oh. with a different young white boy actor. Yeah, we're going to get... It's going to be like some fucking disney kid it's gotta be it's like hello are you a a skinny young white male with brown hair you can be spider-man oh i don't even think we're gonna i think we're just gonna pick any kid 
Well, that's basically what we do. It's just like we're going to pick any. It doesn't, he doesn't have to have brown hair. He's going to have. Well, they're going to diet. Yeah, they're well, they're not even a diet. We're talking bald kids. We're talking bald kids. We're, just... we're, we're talking young Lex. We're talking young Lex Luthor motherfuckers. Oh yeah. <laughs> talking young Sean Merrick shaving his head. Six year old Sean Merrick just bald. <laughs> Wait, Spider Man's going to be six? Why not? Sure. Yeah. Spider Child. So, you know, you start them young enough, then you can get, like, that Harry Potter run going. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. In, like, 19 movies before they turn 18. Oh, yeah, because they're going to make so many of those movies It's like a before... Shirley Temple type of thing. <laughs> he's, Spider-Man. He's, what, what, Shirley Temple? Sure, why not? <laughs> Did she die? Yes, she's dead. I didn't know she was still alive. I think oh, she just she, died, like... She died a couple of years ago. I thought she was, like, in her 60s or something. But... No, no, she was much older than that. She must have been. Yeah. Because she was in black and white movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, he's... he's monologuing and so yeah so he's talking about how it's like you wanted me to capture spider-man and i didn't realize how strong he was so i got this you know because you gave me this outfit and i didn't realize that this outfit was for real now i can never lead a normal life never feel the sun on my skin never feel love all because of you so you mean he can't get his dick out of that thing nope how does he pee i don't know can he can he it comes out the tail <laughs> There's diarrhea coming out of my tail, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner colon. There's diarrhea coming out of my tail. Oh man, I can never feel love, Jeremy Renner colon. I can never feel love. <laughs> now I wish that app still existed. I would just go start fucking replying to everybody. <laughs> I can get Jeremy. Renner. I can never feel love. It's just, it's just this stupid picture next to it. Yeah, it's just his face next to it, and it's just this Jeremy Renner colon. I can never feel love. That actually sounds like a good title for one of his dad bands, <laughs> dad band records. It's the next one coming out. Yeah, it's gonna, he's gonna, when, he, when he's playing when he's playing at the Sprinkle Museum. Use, he's gonna use that Neosporin money to like go back into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Riding the wave of a- of analgesics, the cream money. Man, I'm glad, I'm glad we tied that back in. Yeah, good callback. Good us. So he's so I do. I, I I like sometimes when they they don't don't think they do this anymore in comics where mm-hmm. like somebody's like making a noise but they just kind of say it. Yeah. So like, he, Kaplap. No, like uh, here, like Scorpion's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And J.J. Jones James just goes, choke. <laughs> but he's like, I don't, he's supposed to be like, ah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyways, I think that'd be funny if he just said choke. Choke. So, uh. Ms. Marvel yeah. shows up. Ms. Marvel She's shows like, up. Oh, that's right. It's at the Sprinkle Museum. That's right. It's above the Sprinkle it's Museum. It's at the Jeremy, Jeremy Renner pop up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she, like, goes up to fight the scorpion and they start fighting yeah so she uses yeah she uses she's she's going through all these booby traps and uh yeah oh it's then, an escape room now oh yes yeah, oh 100 <laughs> percent. you know what 100 percent. brooklyn hipster escape hipster escape room oh, with the scorpion. absolutely yeah above the peanut butter and jelly restaurant and sprinkle pop up and, and here's what happens yeah when you get to the end you go through like whatever the last door you fall into a big thing of sprinkles yeah <laughs> And Jeremy Renner's there, and then you take a selfie. Pl- Jeremy Renner's there playing. I, I can't feel. I can never feel love. Yeah, from his latest or, dead man. Or can I borrow a feeling? Can I? Oh, you <laughs> love this app. <laughs> Jeremy Renner is the Kirk Van Houten of apps. <laughs> That's pretty much what just fucking happened. But it was like his pictures on the app. Look at his face. He's so <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's exactly what just fucking happened. <laughs> so, so he's uh yeah. So she's flying around, and they're fighting, and like she's... he throws something at her. It's so like an she, engine she, with a plug. That's true. He does like throw a car he, he, engine he, with a plug. He throws a motor, like yeah, whatever. It's a Tesla. Throws a te- yeah, throws a Tesla at her. Uh, but before, before that, like, J. Jones says, get me the fuck out of here. And she's like, ah, well, you, oh, you don't care about female superheroes now, huh? You know? Yeah. She's got to give him that shit. Look at my sexy costume. Look at my back window. Yeah. She, 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 she does. She has a back window. Big-ass back window. Yeah. So, um. Again, what happens when you don't know how, like, how to measure fa- fabric properly? So, yeah. So, sh- they're, they're having a big old fight. Yep. She knocks out a few of his teeth, I think. You see this one where she's got uh, his fist, like, right there? She's 
Yeah, yeah him. no, she absolutely knocked out like all of his top teeth. That dude's gonna have to eat some like Wendy's Frosties. He could never feel. He could never feel. But then he uh, has teeth in the next one, so maybe they just grow back. That was true. Well, maybe it's a suit. I, don't I know. never lose teeth. Jeremy. <laughs> <Ryan>. <laughs> <laughs> look at his face it's on the cover it's on the cover so so yeah so he basically yeah he's throwing all piece all sorts of shit at her and so here's the thing though so carol danvers knows she's carol danvers right yes and but she doesn't oh, we we've glossed over the fact where somebody asked her what her name was earlier or do they or is this later i think it's here well because a lot of people are asking her what your name her name is but Everybody knows she's Carol Danvers. No, they don't know she's Carol Danvers. They're they're asking her what her superhero name is. And she oh, well, right. literally doesn't answer them because she doesn't hadn't even thought that far ahead. Well, she does say here that because like okay because I think Scorpion recognizes this costume. She says, "Oh, it looks like Captain Marvel." Right. So you're probably a Cree or something right. like that. And she's like, "Nah." Oh yeah. I'm not Cree. No. I got this sweet gimmick though. We gloss over this, too, because when she's talking to Mary Jane in her sweet-ass pad, she, like, passes out. Yeah. This is, oh, or, like, gets really weak. It's like, oh, I just have a migraine. And as she's fighting Scorpion, and he's like, well, you look like him. You're Cree. And then she's like, wait a second. That's right. Now I'm having all these memories in which I am actually Cree. Well, here's the way, though. This is, this is a weird thing where she says... But in some way, I don't understand the power. Understand, I've gained powers from the Kree, super strength, flight, and a strange seventh sense, and total amnesia. What, what is she talking about? The seventh sense, the spatial awareness. I know, but why isn't a sixth sense? I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe it's uh, her lack of cape, lack of back. I guess because usually we only have five senses. Right. Okay. Anyway, she's. Fighting the scorpion, but she's telling him all about like the mm-hmm. medical, the problems she's been having about mm-hmm. not being able to remember because because he's like, you don't remember stuff. Oh, I'm still gonna jump on you. And then they're still like talking about it. It's it's, it's just... like old people talking about their ailments, but they're fighting at the same time. Right. She uh, throws him into this acid <laughs> container, mm-hmm. which somehow uh, it burns him pretty good, but he runs away. And apparently he does live because the scorpion has come back plenty of times. And then she's like, okay, I'm Miss Marvel. And J. Joe Jameson's like, well, save me. And then she leaves him. She, she, she saves him, but she just leaves him chained, his hands tethered. And she's like, well, you're kind of an asshole, so I'm just going to run away. Yeah. And then uh, we get to the end, and uh, it's an epilogue the next morning. Danvers is in the office again. Yeah, she's like, you, I want you to do an expose about Miss Marvel because she made me look like a fool. Saved your fucking life, dude. Shut and, up. Yeah, but he's like, fuck that. Don't tell me. Don't. And she's like, oh, she's like, ah, oh, what about Spider Man? He's like, fuck you. Get out. Don't say Spider. Don't say. Why'd you say that name? What'd you say that name? Uh, it's basically what he does. And she's like, fine, I'm going to go in my off- awesome office and sit here and earn my salary. Look at this fucking office. It's huge. She has, like, she went from. Who did they kick out to have this office? I don't know. This is back Fucking back Norman Mailer? Shit was going nuts back then. Man. Jeremy you Renner? were just like, getting that publishing money. It was insane. They were just throwing money around here just absolutely throwing it around and fucking anybody walks in off the street apparently because she's like i don't have any experience except somehow i interviewed diana ross here's a giant office here's a giant office oh yeah and i wrote a book about space sure that's how it goes so now yeah. i run this women's magazine now she's gonna run a women's magazine which i don't here's the thing i've been reading comics for a while and i've known of captain marvel mm-hmm. i had no idea this she was, was an th- editor that she was an editor on the daily bugle women's magazine and she made thirty thousand dollars a year i didn't realize there was a daily bugle women's magazine offshoot no right but apparently there was in the 70s uh-huh the things we learn yeah well this, these comics yeah it's a good uh it's a good, it's a good book that's it that's, that's it the, that's the beginning of the miss marvel next issue the secret origin of captain marvel would you want to read it? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I enjoy the the Miss Marvel stuff. It's fine. I mean, you know, as long as there's not too much Spider Man going on. I well, that's Spider Maning again. It's very surprising to me that there was a connection to Spider Man that early on in the. Well, you got you got to throw in a heavy scared. hitter so somebody will read this. Book. I understand that. Yeah, but at the same time, it was kind of like I didn't realize it was 
tethered to that. I don't know. It just, it just surprised me. But nonetheless, uh, that is... Would you read the next issue? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I would actually like to find a trade of just this series. Yeah. There might be one there out is, there. There is. There is. There's, they're out there. Like, there's a... But, you know, especially with the cat... with the character being so popular now yeah uh there's a lot of reprints and stuff out there so i'm pretty certain that i could probably find it but uh that is miss marvel number one volume one from january 1977 that is this week's show uh let's tell people where we can find us you can find us on twitter and instagram i'm at angry hero sean and i'm at jen stansfield on twitter and instagram uh find us on facebook worst collection ever uh email the show worst collection ever at gmail.com and, of course, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends about the show. Uh, and when you're rating, review, and subscribing, please give us five stars if you think we deserve it on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get the show. We do uh, have a presence on Spotify. I, actually, I didn't, I, didn't, Spotify. I didn't mention this because they have now they have a dashboard you can look into. Mm. And you can kind of see where people... Like where they're from, where they're from, but oh. it's it's but it's it's a small it's a smaller sample, obviously, but it's kind of neat to see that. Yeah, I, don't know, I like. And there was another, there's one where, uh, like, I know we have somebody in Ireland listening to us. Hello, hi Ireland. How's it uh, going? And it kind of tells you what kind of music they're into oh, or something cool. like that. So it's kind, of, I mean, I guess, I mean, it doesn't tell you who they are, but they all found us through Dad Rock. That's right. They searched for Dad Rock and we came up. And they were like, oh, I too love this David Duchovny album. What is worst collection ever? <laughs> yeah, because it's like related artists. David Duchovny. <laughs> worst collection ever. Oh, man. <sighs> it's funny. What a deal. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.